I don't care how uptight you are. If you know anyone who is, seems like they have a good relationship and they're in their 50s or 60s, they've definitely fucked in the butt. Oh, yeah. At least once. Yeah, but you said all the holes. Oh, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. All the major holes. Okay. So next time you see your grandmammy, just know that your grandpapa probably gave it to her in the hiney at least once. <laughs> Hey everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 204 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week my brother-in-law named Eddie... Yes, that's my name. I gotta think of this better. (laughs) My brother-in-law Eddie and I, we sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we have a great time. What is up, my friend? Not too much, man. I saw this funny video on Reddit today of these two podcasters. And it's a video, like a, a skit, a sketch. Okay. And they start off a podcast just like we do, uh-huh. but then it really just like downgrades into a full-on fight. <laughs> and it made me laugh because, yeah, that's how most podcasts start off. Like, hey, man, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah. How are you doing? But we're no different, I guess. I Maybe we need to add some drama to the show. Like getting a real fight? Yeah. We have talked on the show that we've never been in a real fight. Yeah. And I've never even like behind your back thought, fucking, fuck Eddie. <laughs> That guy's a piece of shit or been really mad. I think that every time you turn around. Oh, man. <laughs> every what time you your did? back is to me. What if uh, silently, deep inside you, 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 did, you hated me <laughs> and you did this show like a long con, so one day you're going to bop me on the head with a mic stand <laughs> or, or something or just take a shit uh, on my desk? No, the long con would be to hopefully have the show blow up mm-hmm. and then get all the uh, listeners on my side and, right. then, and then kind of push you off the show. I think they already are, <laughs> most of them. Well, hey, I'm into it. That's the long con. We're in it together. Yeah. My man. So, like I've been mentioning lately, thank you to all the new listeners. The show is doing really well, better than ever. And that sounds like some Donald Trump shit, right? <laughs> Believe me, the show is blowing up. But huge. It, huge. But it really is. So much so. So last year, I talked about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And every week, I kind of gave like a little backstory on my team. And really, for any new listeners who haven't, I've talked about this in the show. I think I talked about it on the very first episode of the podcast, which is terrible. But writing a fantasy football recap every week is what made me start doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I used to run a fantasy football league, gosh, I don't know, seven years ago. And every week I would write these awful, mean, funny, trash talking, I used to call them briefs, about all the matchups. And I would make fun of the guys, and just it was really fun. And that's what led me to think maybe I'm just funny enough, (laughs) just have enough comedic talent to do a podcast. Yeah. So it almost makes sense. Full circle now. We're doing the first annual Sack It for the Show (laughs) Fantasy Football League Mm -hmm. comprised of you, me, and the listeners. Yes. And so what I did was I opened it up to. Our Patreon patrons as sort of like a first rider refusal. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, if anyone wants to be on it, because there's only 12 people yeah. that can be on it. Very exclusive. <laughs> so that's only 10 open slots. Yeah. But I figured who more than our patrons deserve to rub elbows with greatness <laughs> and just be you and me in the locker room, yeah. you know, knee on the bench, dick hanging. <laughs> These people have earned that right. I, I hope so, yeah. They've earned it, and so they got a first stab, 
And I don't know, like six people said, I'm in, let's do it. And so there's four left. Uh oh. Four spots go. left. So here's <laughs> what I thought, just to be fair, because a bunch of people have tweeted at us or sent us messages that they want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So no purchase necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has the same chance to win. So if you just send us a note, I'm going to put everyone's name in a hat. But then out of the four, maybe one or two, if somebody sends us a voicemail mm-hmm. or an especially funny note or something interesting, we'll give you two entries into the pot. I don't know. <laughs> or Eddie and I will just be like, this guy's great. He's fucking in. Yeah. Like I did that with Josh Redden. Okay. Friend of the show who got me into fantasy sports. I talked to him about it. He's like, oh, Danny, you got to get me in that. <laughs> so Josh is in. So you get to play with him. Nice. And who else from the Patreon? Dylan from Dead Inside Show. Okay. He's a patron. And he immediately was like, get me in on that because he's a sports guy. Nice. So those are show people, okay. characters from the show that are going to be doing it too. So <laughs> that that's another. You can interact with. Yes. On a personal basis. <laughs> So yeah, if anyone else wants to join the league, and my hope is, you know, we'll do a trophy, yeah, something funny. We should do a like a small gift for uh, like best name, best team name. Totally, why not? So like, like I was saying before the show, like maybe a small Ziploc of our pubes. Absolutely, yeah. I've got so many pubes and Ziploc bags, <laughs> fingernail clippings. <laughs> now no one's gonna want to be in the damn league, but no, we'll we'll make it fun. And who knows, if this catches on, maybe every year we can have multiple league teams. Like, you know, you and I will be on more things. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And I also promise this will not become a fantasy football podcast (laughs) at all. Out of the hour-long show, if we spend three minutes, four minutes an episode, Mm -hmm. I think that'll probably be good. Yeah. Talk about who won, who lost. And if there's anything especially funny in the briefs that I write, we'll bring them up. I don't know. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, so I guess the best way is to do this, saveforthshow.com, all our contact info's there. Email us, saveforthshow, at gmail.com, or whatever you want to do. Voicemails, you can send us voicemails on there. I recommend using your computer to send the voicemail. There's two options. You can use your phone, and it's a really weird, odd service that's free, so mm-hmm. you get what you pay for. Can it's a you, piece of shit. Can you record through the, the browser on your phone? No. Oh, okay. That's what sucks. That's just so. Yeah, you're in your car listening now. You're at the gym. You're fucking your girl. Whatever you're doing. When you're done, put your phone down. Go to your computer. Saveforthshow.com/slash/contact, and there's a button you press. Okay. And then you can use the microphone on your laptop because you're not on a desktop. Yeah. Nobody has desktops anymore <laughs> unless you're a gamer nerd. On your laptop, there's a mic or plug in your earbuds, your Apple earbuds. Mm-hmm. If you have an iPhone, leave us a message. It's great. And we'll play it and you know think of it as your application i guess yeah i don't know well you can they can uh like record a voice memo on their phone and just mm. email that right that too yeah people have done that before too great there idea eddie there you go use your phone record a voicemail email it save for the show at gmail.com yep bada bing bada boom <laughs> okay moving on so i wanted to also at the top of the hour give a shout out to another podcast and a friend of mine this podcast is called sleep with me Okay. And I think I've talked about it before. This guy who runs it is named Scooter, and the entire premise of the podcast is he just drones on. It's almost like an ASMR type mm. thing where he'll just talk about Game of Thrones for an hour. <laughs> or he'll talk about the news or the Olympics. And his voice is so monotone and so weird, and he's, he's actually really funny, that he puts people to sleep. Wow. And his podcast is really popular. It's called Sleep With Me, sleepwithmepodcast.com. 
check him out especially i think as a handful of our listeners that already listened to his show i think mm. it's good it's good he does a good job and it's a really popular podcast it's every time i look in itunes he's like top 30 out of all of the damn oh, wow. things yeah. so he's doing pretty good for himself yeah and give us a shout out too that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah right seriously exactly please do please do oh the store yeah okay so the store is built you know i don't have to tell everyone at home how boring it is but if you ever need to do a store like this hit a brother up i'll give you some <laughs> insight on it but the store is built the front end i i know who's printing it i know who's shipping it and it's all super legit mm -hmm. like this is not me in my basement with you know the neighborhood kids that i've killed and kidnapped <laughs> no it's it's a real store they do all the printing they're doing all the shipping it's cool and it's real and i'm designing everything right now yeah with eddie and it's exciting too because we can do a lot of crazy things like socks and leggings really <laughs> yes. hard time saying that word leggings 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 yeah I think leggings leggings yeah it's coming out of my mouth it's like falling out i don't know if it's right your mouth looks weird leggings. when you say it too so i've never seen anything like this before leggings <laughs> I, i'm not this isn't a bit leggings leggings i see i think you're missing the ing leggings the it sounds like you're saying whatever leggings. man we can make them <laughs> So if a lady wants to get her pussy got wet, leggings, <laughs> leggings, leggings. Sure, leggings. All right, fine. Or socks or something. The store is going to go up. I'm going to put it up this weekend no matter what, even if there's five things in it. But I'm going to continually keep adding stuff. Mm -hmm. Colorways, designs. And anyone at home, if you've got an idea for a fun shirt that you want to put together, let me know. Yeah. Hit us up. All right. So we're so backlogged on voicemails and questions. Mm -hmm. I thought this show we could do through, burn through a few of them. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really good stuff in here. So we love voicemails like we just talked about for 20 minutes. And we also love questions. And so, again, save for the show at gmail.com if anyone wants to be a part of it. But let's start with voicemails. Yeah. All right. You want to play a couple of these bad boys? All right. Here we go. Hi, I'm John. I'm Mercedes. We just wanted to let you guys know that Dan is way better than Eddie. Yeah, fuck Eddie. I'm 15. I'm 17. We're both from Las Vegas and both Filipino. Okay, peace. And remember, Dan is better than Eddie. Well, well, well. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's not your brother um, and cousin. Pretty sure it is, and goddammit, man. Sorry, man, your own family. My own family. My 15-year-old brother, mm -hmm. who I changed his diapers. I fed him when he was a baby, mm -hmm. put, him, put him down for naps. That's a big gap. You're 15-ish, 12 years older than him? So I'm 32, and he's 15. So Okay, yeah. so 16. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> so that's a big gap. It's a, Yeah, it's a really big, big gap. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I drove my mom to the hospital when her water <laughs> broke for John. That's funny. Um, and I was in the delivery room, like, videotaping everything, and I saw him actually come out of her vagina wow which was a little disturbing but beautiful at the same time of course right um yeah and my cousin mercedes she you know she, when she, i i held her as a baby in my mm. arms as i watched her aunt or my aunt her mom beat a customer for stealing from my grandma's store <laughs> and you know those types of things and then they come on the Doesn't show matter. and just throw it in my face you know what when you saw your brother coming out you should have kicked him <laughs> And you should have thrown Mercedes on the ground because <laughs> they betrayed you. Yes. Could you imagine if you traveled from the past and you knew that your mom's giving birth to John <laughs> and then whoop, whoop, you appear? 32 year old Eddie appears 
and slaps John on the ground. <laughs> And everyone's screaming and crying, and it's future Eddie from today. <laughs> and that's like a story they tell over and over. Some guy came in. Yeah, why not? Maybe time travel's real, and we just don't know it yeah. because they just assimilate. It's, I'm, that's probably the most likely scenario. Sure, why not? I don't think they would just go back in time and then be like, "Hey, we're time travelers." Right? They would, you know, you would, you wouldn't want to change the course of history. Yeah, it's almost like a refugee, a time refugee. <laughs> Dude, that's I just wrote a sci-fi novel <laughs> based on a title. People who escape time, and then oh wait, is that time cop? That might be time cop. Is it time cop? Do people well, go back and is he a time cop because he goes back in time to arrest people because they try to escape in time? I don't think they try to escape. I think he goes back and tries to stop crimes. From oh, happening. okay, so kind of like a Minority Report. Uh, maybe slash. But I mean, it was a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, so it probably didn't JCVD. Really have. <laughs> didn't have a plot it was just let's throw another let's let, what's two words that we can come up with right <laughs> time cop okay what's he gonna do <laughs> he'll do the splits sometime in the movie exactly so. in the kitchen <laughs> yes and you're right any excuse to get him to fight yeah the story doesn't matter maybe he can make out like a steamy saxophone scene <laughs> where he's making out with a blonde yes yeah that, yeah well fine time refugee is a new story that i'm gonna write <laughs> okay in my free time <laughs> Time traveling is real. Yes. It's got to be real at some point because you figure we're just like a speck on the spectrum. Mm. Man, and at some point, it has to be real. has to. Yeah. I, I, it was either a podcast I heard or something that I read, and I thought it made a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. they were saying how they think that UFOs or aliens, alien encounters, are just evolved versions of humans that have figured out how to time travel. Mm. And they're so far ahead in, in the future that mm-hmm. they obviously look different. Right. And they obviously have they they have bigger heads because they have the bigger brains. Not that that's a sure. correlation that makes any sense, but it makes sense. Yeah, it, it sounded like a cool idea. So. That's what they said happened to us. I think I've talked about this before, where we used to have smaller heads, and we were inside gestation, pregnant, mm-hmm. much longer. And it wasn't until our heads became bigger that babies started coming out earlier, because those are the ones that were surviving. I mean, that's uh, why okay. if people don't believe in evolution. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Like the big-headed babies were dying and killing their moms. The ones with small heads <laughs> didn't. And maybe it took a thousand years for that to catch on. Yeah. But it finally did. But humans, apparently, that's why those first three months of having a baby, it's almost like the baby is a larva. Like it mm-hmm. almost, you recreate the womb outside of the body. Anyways, it makes sense that maybe our heads continue to grow. Yeah. As our brains grow. Until they have to, what, like harvest us? Everyone's a C-section or something. And then they put you in a pod to grow. I don't know. So, yeah, this is like some crazy stoner talk right now. All right. So, John, Mercedes, thank you Yeah, very whatever. much. I appreciate it. Whatever. How old's Mercedes? She's 17. 17? Yeah. All right. Get at me in what? A year, Mercedes? You asshole. I'm just kidding. She look like your sister at all? uh no not really okay all right well (laughs) she's a beautiful girl i'm sure i'm just being stupid all right but shout out to you guys thanks for the voicemail let's uh do another one here hey guys how's it going long time listener first time caller Uh, i'm just an anonymous caller uh and um you can just call me shillin duck that's my uh alter ego so anyway have a question or comment the other day when i was uh, making love sweet love to a beautiful woman and by Making love to a beautiful woman, I mean I was masturbating. Uh, just upon the very beginning of uh, completion, I got a really bad leg cramp. Really bad. It just was like, ah, 
So I had a leg cramp and I was orgasming at the exact same time. That's never happened in my life. It was the perfect storm. It was a very, very interesting sensation. And it was the first time in my life I kind of understood the whole pain pleasure thing. I was wondering if you guys ever had any experience with that or uh, if uh, if that's a, a, an interesting concept or anything like that. But anyway, I'm going to go buy nipple clamps now and uh, start cutting myself. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Shill and duck. Shill and duck. Yeah. Shill and duck. A terrible name. That, <laughs> that poor son of a bitch. And this person sent the, that voicemail through the computer. So they sound great. Yeah. So so thank you for that. All right, a lot to figure out here. Man, leg cramps are the worst. Yeah. You know, I haven't got one in a while. I used to get them like at night, I feel like, in the in bed yeah. or something. And there's really nothing like it. It's It hurts. Yeah, and it just kind of like paralyzes you. It really does. You know, until you get, get rid of it. It really does. So I've never, I, I guess maybe... Dylan, I think, is one of these guys that jerks off for like 45 minutes because he's single. <laughs> okay. He's at home. He lights a candle. Shilling, dude. Sorry, shilling. Shilling. Shilling yeah. is chilling <laughs> with his dick in his hand for an hour. <laughs> Just like long stroking that thing, trying to prime it mm-hmm. for when he's with a gal. And I mean, of course, he's going to get a cramp because he's sitting for so fucking long. <laughs> or his leg's going to fall asleep yeah. or something. And so I, I could see this happening. I get it. But at the same time, orgasm, that's pretty rare. That's never happened to me. Is that anything like that happened to you? No, I, I have gotten like a hamstring cramp uh, while I was hitting it from behind. I was going to say, while you're thrusting. <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like I wasn't ready to finish. Right. Um, I just kind of, you know, switched positions and, and right. <laughs> straightened my leg out and said, hop on, girl. Right. Let me take a breather. <laughs> yeah. Finished it up like that. But yeah, I, I, I would imagine it would be a weird sensation and I can see how people would get um turned on by that but i mean like how mm-hmm. does that start in the first place like the the want to be hurt while orgasm. sexual abuse yeah <laughs> when like, you're a kid is I, that is that how it happens no maybe times? or maybe it's something like this with dylan where chillin where <laughs> something weird happens at the point of it like let's say you're a girl who can only get off if she's touching her cat okay. because when she was in high school her boyfriend fucked her and she touched a cat. I don't know. Like <laughs> things are weird, man. Or maybe she had cat sheets growing up, and so she needs these cat sheets. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think there's probably a thread from a lot, some of these fetishes, mm-hmm. if if you want to call that a fetish. And I need no harm, no foul. Yeah. Like, no judgment here. I'm not into that. But I've never really tried. Like, you know, I've never had a girlfriend or a wife like spank me, <laughs> or put nibble clamps on that sounds like it would hurt <laughs> yeah i have sensitive nips me so too <laughs> i don't think i could deal with that but if we have any listeners out there who do like uh some pain with their pleasure mm-hmm. i would love to hear how you got into that yeah i think it'd be super interesting yeah guy or gal yeah i want to know both i mean i feel like especially with a man and a woman it's easier for like the guy to do some of that like spanking her ass yeah Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I think guys are uptight, and if a girl wanted to spank his butt, he'd be like, no, fuck that, man. <laughs> but in my case, I'd, be, I'd say, girl, if you like that, <laughs> just spank away. Like, whatever you want. You want me to wear nipple clamps? I'll try it. I like to flick buttholes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> flick my butthole. I'm okay with that at least once. Like, If it's going to turn you on, what's good for her gander is good for me. You know? All right, all right. So I'm I'm easy to please when it comes to that. But yeah, no one's ever wanted to. But the thing is, I'm, I'm 35, and I'm going to be banging my wife for a hundred more years, mm-hmm. maybe even time traveling. 
Yeah. So <laughs> at some point, I feel like I'm going to have to give it a try. <laughs> you got to exhaust all opportunities. Yeah. You know, once you exhaust all the holes, once all the hole <laughs> mysteries are taken care of, like, I don't care how uptight you are. If you know anyone who is, seems like they have a good relationship and they're in their 50s or 60s, they've definitely fucked in the butt. Oh, yeah. At least once. Yeah, but you said all the holes. Oh, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> all the major holes. Okay. So next time you see your grandmammy, just know that your grandpapa probably gave it to her in the hiney at least once. Just like, girl, we got to try, man. That was the weirdest sentence ever. <laughs> Girl. Your peepaw gave it to her in the hiney. And that, that's what I call my, my peepaw. No, I don't. So anyhow, do it. Please. Get crazy. Get crazy out of there. And yeah, uh, Shillin, thanks for the, the voicemail. It's uh, much appreciated. Let's, uh, what time? We got time for one more. Let's do one more. Oh, this is Kirk Fox. I, I don't know if you guys ever heard of me. I'm, I'm a stand-up. I, I'm a staple at the comedy store. I've been in a couple movies, couple TV shows. You might know me as Sewer Joe from Parks and Rec. I, I was in that crazy Roland Emmerich movie at the, the Patriot. You know, I had a little bit part in, in, uh, in that Wyatt Earp movie with Kevin Costner. Anyways, just wanted to say congratulations on, on 200 episodes. It's quite a milestone. Yeah, I, I don't have... A podcast myself, I listen to yours right before I'm about to go get up on stage because it gets me in a good mood, makes me laugh, uh, you know, it just gets me ready for fun, for fun and, and jocularity. So I just want to say, you know, congratulations. And, and, and just, uh, just to sign off, I'm sitting here with Bill Burr, and, and Bill here wants to give you a laugh because he thinks your, your show is so goddamn funny. Bill, laugh for him, will you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I got this. Now I remember. I got this before our 200th episode. Okay. But it was after we recorded. Okay. So I couldn't play it. So, all right. There's lots to discuss here. <laughs> First of all, when I got this, I thought it was real. I thought like, whoa, this Kirk Fox guy. I Googled him and I recognized him from Sewer Joe from Parks and Rec. Okay. And so I went on Twitter and I tweeted at him like, yo, man, thanks for the voicemail. <laughs> really appreciate it. That's amazing because I thought, like, it's, I don't know, maybe there are celebrities that listen to the show, yeah. but they're too embarrassed to admit it. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, shout out. <laughs> but so maybe this guy does. And maybe he does a really good Bill Burr impression. Okay. Because clearly he's, Bill Burr was not there. Yeah. Maybe Kirk Fox does a great Bill Burr. <laughs> That's not the case either. So who was it? Yeah, you know who it ended up being? Who? Uncle Luke. Okay. A guy who, uh, <laughs> his podcast that live from the 405, you know, he does like his podcast in mm -hmm. his car while he's driving around. He's a stand up and he got me. He punked me. <laughs> this guy. And the guy, the real Kirk Fox, didn't even tweet back at me, which is sort of annoying because, again, he's not Tom Cruise. I mean, the guy <laughs> is like a comedian and I get it, but they don't act like you can't write back. Yeah. I mean, come on. Should we start like a campaign? <laughs> well,. <laughs> I don't want to go after the guy. <laughs> but seriously, like, you know, I don't care who you are unless you're Justin Bieber, especially if you're a celebrity and you're so, your fans are that important. Yeah. You could be like, at least throw a fave. <laughs> you could have just faved my tweet. You should you should DM him now. I should. Be like, bro, what's up, man? He'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, thanks for the voicemail, man. Great Bill Burr impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, yeah, thanks for the voicemail, Luke. And, yeah, check out Luke's show, too. Um, shit, I don't remember the URL for it. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> Weird Fellas. His, his name's on Twitter is Weird Fellas 2. 
So yeah, follow him on there and you can check out his show there. Yeah. So yeah, thanks, Luke. All right. Should we do some questions? Yeah. All right. Well, this is a show for the people, <laughs> by the people, but let's do some questions. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right, Eddie, let's do a question here. Oh, okay, yeah. So last week I went crazy about this douchebag who wrote an article about airplanes yeah. and babies on there. Mm-hmm. And the guy is such a pussy. I tweeted at him a couple more times. Tons of people are tweeting at him. He's not even <laughs> responding to any of them. Okay. You know, like, come on. Why are you on Twitter? Twitter's about a conversation. <laughs> Twitter is not just a place for you to post links to your stories. Yeah. That's a website. Yeah. Make a live journal. You is baby. he is he pretty active like on Twitter aside from no all he does stuff? is share links to his own shit uh, okay but you know he's reading them all yeah you know he is <laughs> anyhow somebody wrote in to say I agree with you about babies on planes it's part of the deal but what about babies in movie theaters are we allowed to be mad at them and totally different yeah totally different unless you're going to a you know 10 a.m viewing of secret life of pets. A baby can cry in that thing. Yeah. But still, most good parents know I'm ruining these other people's movie. Mm-hmm. I'll walk the baby out. Yeah. But there's a lot of rude parents, though, that wouldn't do that. And that's shitty. Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like, people paid their money to go to a place where everyone's supposed to be quiet in the first right. place. Totally different. So it's cool for, yeah. Completely totally different. different. And not only that, but the fact that I have kids makes me even more angry at them mm-hmm. because I feel like that's something I would never do. But that's the kind of thing that I think makes people angry at people with kids, like single people. Mm-hmm. They lump those people together. Man, you let your kid cry on an airplane, let them cry in the movie theater. They couldn't be more different, <laughs> more different things. And the most annoying thing is if it's like an R movie and clearly the parents just brought their kid because they wanted to see the movie. Yeah. Those are shitty parents. Mm-hmm. Selfish. <laughs> You know, when you have a kid, you stop going to the movie theater. That's just part of the deal. Yeah. You're not going to get a babysitter to spend three hours in a movie. You're going to do something else. Oh, yeah. Like going to the movies goes down on your list in terms of fun things to do when you only get to go out mm-hmm. twice a month. Yeah. So I'm really excited about when my kids get older or if they all die, <laughs> then my wife and I, we can start going to see movies again. <laughs> I mean, just like every weekend, you're just like, honey, what's playing in the matinee? <laughs> and you can go see a movie. Yeah. So are, would you want to do that thing that they're coming out with where you can watch um, like new movies at home, but you got to pay like 30 bucks or something like that? No. You would, you would rather go? Because my kids are here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know. Maybe. It's the movies and the movies. Yeah. You go. It's dark. You spend way too much money on popcorn. And then you just get the feast in the dark. <laughs> Like a feed bag. Yeah. And you're just covered in popcorn. <laughs> you can't eat like that at home. No. I mean, you could, but it'd be embarrassing. <laughs> so, yeah. Embarrassing for who, though? You're just at home, man. Nobody knows that. That's true. The dog. <laughs> you know, the best part of having a dog is that they eat shit off the floor. <laughs> at your ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, I love My dog can eat an ass. Let me tell you what. No, like, if a pretzel falls on the floor, I just go, Maxie. Yeah. Just call that dog over, and she eats that shit. And when... I was on vacation a few weeks ago, and I rented a house. There were no dogs around. You really miss it. You do, yeah. For those little little messes like that. Mm -hmm. Especially kids, because kids throw shit on the ground like rice. (laughs) Who wants to pick kernels of rice (laughs) off the ground? That dog will hoover that shit up. So anyhow, 
don't be a douchebag. <laughs> don't bring your baby to a 9 p.m. showing of the Born Identity or whatever the newest one is. <laughs> or Sausage Party. Yeah. Don't be that person. That's not a kid's movie, guys. And ruin it for everyone else around you. I bet you someone's going to go see Sausage Party. Some piece of shit, like, ultra-conservative person is going to bring, like, a, a 10-year-old to it. Mm-hmm. And be so mad and be angry because it's a cartoon. Yeah. And then there'll be like a little news story about that. And some will talk about it. And then it'll go away. Yeah. Fuck those people. All right. You want to do another one? Yeah. Oh, here's a gross one. Okay. My girlfriend told me to lick my fingers after I finger banged her. I felt disgusted and she got mad at me. What did I do? By the way, great show. <laughs> <laughs> So, I like that. Thank you. So, okay. I've never really been in this situation. My wife, I don't think would ever... She wouldn't get off on that. Mm -hmm. That's just not her thing. And any girls prior to her, it just never really came up. I don't know. So, what about you? Is this something that your lady is I've never blatantly, like, finger-banged anyone Mm -hmm. and then licked my fingers because right. i thought it was hot right like i might have done it like so i can stick them back in <laughs> right yeah like, like luby yeah but i can also see where your girlfriend's coming from because if you're already down there licking her veg what's wrong with licking your fingers right you know what i mean like it's it's the same mm-hmm. it's been in the same spot so you know what though for me like i don't even like to lick my fingers if i'm eating chicken wings <laughs> or <laughs> like if i'm making cookies with my kids and I rub my finger on the bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like to lick my own finger. I don't like suck my wife's fingers. <laughs> I'm not like a, a digits guy. I'm not yeah, into feet not, or fingers. I'm not either. But like I said, man, if your girl wants you to fucking eat her out and then lick your finger or finger bang or whatever, <laughs> do it. Please do. Come on, man. I, I, listen, she doesn't have the right to be mad at you. And maybe this is a double standard. Like, a guy should never force a girl to do anything in mm-hmm. same way a girl shouldn't force a guy to do it but i'm a pleaser man and if, <laughs> if my girl is into that I'll, I'll put a bib on yeah and and lick my fingers all night long well he didn't say where he was finger banging her was it oh could have been in her ass was it in the booty hole oh because that's another story my friend yeah i'm not doing that <laughs> like i would definitely finger bang anal bang or i don't know what you would call it but i'm not licking that. <laughs> in fact that becomes the dirty hand <laughs> And I'm sort of like... For life, for the rest of life. Right, well, I'm just like aware of that hand. <laughs> like, I'm not going to finger bang my wife's asshole. <laughs> oh, God. And then like rub her face. Yeah. Or like, you know, move her hair out of her face with like her shit hand. Man. I'd run to the bathroom and, you know, clean that off <laughs> or something. So anyhow, she didn't deserve to be mad at you, but you got to take care of that business. Man. Yeah. Do what your girl wants. Okay. Oh, here's another one. The women's heptathlon Olympic event has some fine women participating, and I mean foine, <laughs> F-O-Y-N-E. Unless skinny white women with ripped abdomens aren't your thing. If my wife is going to make me watch the Olympics, then I should be allowed to have a favorite event. That's from Loose Bruce. <laughs> and Loose Bruce is right. There are some honeys mm-hmm. in these Olympics. Yeah. So when he wrote this question, I thought, oh yeah, the heptathlon... What is that? And I think the heptathletes are especially good looking because there's no other event that has them so varied. So for instance, gymnasts are really hot, Mm -hmm. but they're all ass and legs, which is great. Yeah. I mean, the booties on some of these gymnasts, I know that a lot of them are pretty young. (laughs) I mean, you know, like these 19, 21 year olds, let's say, who are women that don't look like, you know, munchkin sort of like, um, 
stunted growth. Okay, so like two of them. All right, yeah, <laughs> like that alley, uh, Rasmus, whatever her last yeah. name is. Plus, she's a Jewish girl, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I my my bubby wanted me to marry a Jewish girl, I never seen a Jewish girl look like that. <laughs> is, that why, is that why she's always going after the gold and silver? <laughs> <laughs> she can smell those metals, Eddie, from a mile away. <laughs> So yes, so there's beautiful women, but the heptathletes, they run, they jump, they throw shot put. I mean, they do things to make their bodies like lean, but strong. Yeah. So they're, they're hot. They're Mm -hmm. smoking hot. And I think, you know, I think the thing that makes them a lot of them beautiful is it's, it's not cheap to be an athlete. Oh no. Like I would like to know the demographics. Like whenever there's a girl who's a, a sprinter, her name's like terry Bowie or something she's from louisiana or alabama or something you know like her mom abandoned her she grew up like you know not in the best conditions mm-hmm. and now she's 18 at the fucking olympics yeah like that is more rare i think than someone like michael phelps who's probably been training since he was eight mm-hmm. you know and it's not cheap and your parents need to cart your ass around yeah gymnastics is really expensive oh yeah so I, my point being is I think a lot of these people are probably privileged and you know a lot of privileged people are good looking and they just make their way to the top <laughs> that's why there's so many good look- that's why they give these people like 80 condoms because worldwide they're just fucking they're spreading that zika down in rio man spreading something <laughs> man and i think they get sequestered too like I-, I meant to look this up but i don't think they like go back to a hotel you know, they're in this yeah. village mm-hmm. and maybe they get to be visited by their friends and family, but you're not like in the village with your wife. No. Yeah. It's like, like dorm rooms, basically. And you're right. staying with like your other team, like teammates. Right. So when you go to the cafeteria and you see Usain Bolt, you know, <laughs> you say, what's up? And, you know, Michael Phelps, everyone thinks he's like, he's the BMOC. <laughs> he's like the captain of the football team of the Olympics. Yeah. And, you know. But people are banging all the time, just like high school. Like, why wouldn't your event's over? You know, maybe you were here for skeet shooting or mm-hmm. something. Your event's done. You still get to hang out. Why wouldn't you get drunk and fuck the German delegate oh, yeah. for long jumping? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, sparks yeah. fly. Why not? All good looking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not get it on? So, yeah, make a pen pal for life. Like one time I went to this thing at a college where they were trying to recruit me. And I was the horniest guy in the world because <laughs> I just thought like, man, this is great. These are colleagues. I was a senior in high school, going to become a freshman. Mm. That's all it was. Everyone was away from home. You know, girls were from here, from there. That was like my version of the Olympics. <laughs> I did not score, though. I lost. And I didn't get any golds, but I did get a scholarship, <laughs> but I didn't take it. So anyways... This person's right. You know, and you know who is uh, the famous heptathlete is uh, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Those used to be a big deal. Like, I feel like in the United States back then, track and field was much more popular than swimming is now. And maybe it's because of Michael Phelps. Yeah, it's definitely because of Michael Phelps. Like, can you name uh, a track and field star currently on the U.S. No. team? I can't either. But I remember Michael Johnson with his Michael shoes, Johnson. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think it's just a different era of the olympics where we don't really have a huge track and field person right so and we like winners yeah america loves only loves winners <laughs> so of course we like swimming and now once michael phelps is gone now we got ledecky yeah and all i think america's so tight dog <laughs> if it wasn't for gymnastics and swimming though i mean that's like 50 medals yeah that we've won for christ's sake yeah and then there's the other countries like it is kind of 
it just couldn't be more America that we just have all these medals <laughs> and then Philippines. Let me read another question someone sent in. Okay, here it goes. Eddie's straight up making shit up about the Philippines. The event he's speaking of is called the Steeplechase, and there's 0% chance a Filipino would ever win that. <laughs> it's owned by the Kenyans. Sorry, Eddie, no gold medal. Plus, track and field hasn't even started yet. So this, this was last week when you okay. said that. But then he goes on, the real Filipino medal count is one silver in weightlifting. Nice. And I did corroborate that. <laughs> He's right. Okay. You guys have won one. Have one. That's all we need, man. And weightlifting. Weightlifting, dude. Which is pretty boss. I mean, you know, short and stout. That's all you need mm-hmm. when, when you're a weightlifter, so. Not a gold, though. But you, dude, we're not Jewish, man. We don't need the gold. Uh, well, your country <laughs> is one of these countries where, like, Michael Phelps as a person, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, Gabby Douglas as a woman. Yeah. Has gotten more medals than entire countries ever have in the history. Oh, yeah. Of the country. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. You know, if, if Manny Pacquiao would have done the Olympics this year for boxing, maybe we could have brought home another medal. He should have. He should have. He might have lost, though. Who knows what training for that's like. Yeah, and they only do like three rounds. So it's mm. like a completely different strategy for point gotcha. boxing and, and actual boxing. Not enough money in it either Yeah, for him. I did hear that if you get a gold medal, you do get money from the Olympics, International Olympics Committee oh, okay. or something. I think it's like twenty-five grand for a gold like you get that money hmm. and then you get taxed on it mm-hmm. just like you get taxed on any income and then of course there's these people online who are like oh my god you shouldn't get taxed on it it's not fair what are you talking about it's not fair <laughs> that's how taxing works <laughs> this is their job they made money on it and they come back to america and drive on our roads and send their kids to our schools yeah you have to pay taxes on it <laughs> but i think it was actually four years ago or eight years ago marco rubio in florida tried to get a bill passed to you know give them lenience on their taxes so olympic people wouldn't have to give taxes because think about how much tax money you know poor michael phelps yeah whose net worth is 55 million (laughs) dollars that's not a joke that motherfucker is worth 55 million dollars sponsorships and shit exactly i'm sorry he's got to come back and pay you know 100 grand in taxes yeah boohoo and who who's like the lobbyist for Olympic athletes taxation that Marco Rubio was like, yeah, we need to fucking pass a law, dude. He wanted to get it away. Oh, okay. So when they came back, they didn't have to pay taxes. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who's lobbying for, for that? Oh, I don't know. Like, how did that even come up in his in his agenda? I don't know. Like, yeah, let's talk about these taxes these Olympic athletes have to pay. Because there's a lot of, like, conservative people who hate the government who feel like we should have a flat tax. Mm. A millionaire should pay as much taxes as you and I and the poorest person around, like mm. those kind of people, which uh, obviously, if it's not a surprise, I don't agree with that <laughs> entirely. But yeah, it just it just made me laugh. It made me laugh. Okay, so sorry. Hey, you know what? Maybe the Philippines will yeah. get something else. I have no idea where I got that story. That You know what it must have been? Like They were probably doing, hey, this is a Filipino athlete that's at the Olympics. Here's one of his races that he did gotcha a long time ago right because yeah i don't know where i got that but you know well you know what maybe you too you're right because i saw some old things because there was a viral video from last week that wasn't even real it was i think of the filipino dive team. oh yeah i've seen that like a few years ago it wasn't from the olympics yeah and apparently like this is bullshit and you know what i i took a lot of umbrage with this and not just because (laughs) it was filipino but it was make okay so there was a video i don't know if everyone else saw it filipino diver on a high dive who botched, mm-hmm. terribly botched a dive. 
shook it off. The next Filipino goes and does the same thing. Yeah. Just totally fucks up the dive. Well, come to find out, I think they were protesting something. They did this on purpose. Oh, okay. Like the fact that both Filipino divers both messed up so bad, mm-hmm. they did it on purpose. And the fact that after they did it, they didn't even seem phased by it. Like yeah. If you watch the video, they almost seem happy that they blew it. Yeah. They go and like they're chilling in the spa. It's like a spa <laughs> to stay warm. They're chilling in it. It was for a reason. But however, the story made it seem like that the Filipinos sucked. <laughs> and I really didn't like that. Almost as if like if it was the Congo. And people would be like, oh, black people can't swim. Yeah. Like, I felt like it had the same hints of that thing. And it really frustrated me for, <laughs> for your people. Eh? See, I saw that video like a couple of years ago, and I just thought it was hilarious. It's funny, too. I didn't know the backstory yeah, now you do. of it. Now I do. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a pretty funny video. <laughs> well, I thought it was hilarious, too, until I found the backstory out. And yeah. I just thought it was unfair how a story can just blow up like that. Oh, yeah. It goes viral and no one gives a shit about the backstory because it's funny. Yeah. Because it's funny. It's like those quotes that everyone posts that attribute it to like Albert Einstein. He like never said anything close to what they right. posted. Right. It's just made up. That's like the Facebook person that I was telling you about last week. Oh, yeah. They posted one today that was three black people. And it was a young black man in handcuffs, uh, a black lawyer, and then a black cop okay. standing behind him. And it, the the meme was like... It's about your choices, not your color of skin. You know, here's three men, each with a different path, because they chose it. Wow. You know, right? And I, first of all, I felt bad because, and I was talking to my wife Nicole about it, and she's totally right that the two black cop and lawyer mm-hmm. are probably mortified that they're now this sort of poster for white people on Facebook yeah. to champion like, no, 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 black people have the same exact, you know, hand. They just choose to go into a lap of crime. Yeah. They choose to riot in these ultra-segregated cities. And then the, now they're the, the poster child of that. <laughs> like, they probably hate that. Like Their friend probably saw it and was like, the fuck, man? Yeah. What, what is this? Did you approve this? And he's like, no, I didn't approve this, man. And I just love, white people love that. They love to find a photo like that and think that they solved racism. Yeah. Or something. So anyhow, can you sue someone if, like, if you were that dude in the picture? Like, hey, I don't want to be a part of your cause. I don't think so. No, I think it would be impossible to find out who started it and prove it. Yeah, you know, like remember in that picture of Beyonce from the Super Bowl a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Really unflattering. <laughs> She's like making like a Hulk face, <laughs> and her publicist tried to get it quote like removed from the internet. Well, she might as well have told everyone to. <laughs> duplicated (laughs) by a thousand i i I mean that's the thing like you can't remove it and you know some of these mean people like you know the good guy gary Mm -hmm. and the awkward whatever they have an agent like the douchebag steve guy or whatever his name is douchebag whatever you know it's like the guy in the doorway with like the backwards yeah like versace hat on that guy's an agent and he goes to parties as that guy (laughs) Yeah, just like uh, Grumpy Cat. A lot of okay, them are yeah, represented by the same person. It's like a viral agent. Wow. For that, yeah. That's I, I didn't know that guy had an agent. He does. They all do, man. They're all trying to just suck their 30 minutes of fame out of so. this. So how, how much tang do you think that guy gets? Oh, a lot of tang. You think so? No money. <laughs> just, no one gives a shit. Just beer and tang. Just beer and <laughs> pussy, my man. I mean, you know, if you're in college, you fuck scumbag, Steve. Scumbag Steve. That's his name. Okay. That's his meme name. 
Like, that's a good story for a girl to be able to be like, guess who fucked scumbag Steve last <laughs> night? Oh, girl, I'm such a slut. Ah, you know. I, I'm going to have to differ with you, man. I don't know. Oh, think, no. I, I, there's, I think... gar- gar- some, there's, there's some people out there who would do that. Yeah, but. Oh He'll God, find him. I He's guess. a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> He'll find him. He'll find him. All right. Well, I've totally changed my mind on the Olympics, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm totally in. Dun, 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 dun. I'm into it. <laughs> Okay. Now, because it's been beating me over the head with it. I've been watching it every night. Yeah. And now I'm getting into the stories. You know, they do these like little packages yeah. about them. And I like when they do the little packages about Brazil, too, and, and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And not just because we're winning, but just because it's really interesting and, and a lot of fun, Eddie. But mostly because we're winning. Because <sighs> we're crushing it. <laughs> America just has their fucking big rope dick <laughs> just spanking all the other countries. Stamping gold medals with their giant cock. Oh, it's so big. It's, it's a great time to be alive. You know what Nicole told me, too, and my wife, is this whole uh, how Trump's thing is a make America great again. Mm-hmm. It's blowing up in his face because then you have the Olympics where everyone feels great about America. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? America's great. Well, he's going to take, uh, take credit for that. He should. He's like, is it a surprise that they're right. doing so great and I'm running for president? Because of me. Because of me. It just, everything that he stands for, like, you know, America, like nationalism, like no immigrants, you know, worry about ourselves. It's the exact opposite of the Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics is about Amer- the world coming together. Yeah. And the whole thing, which I didn't really think about, which, which made me laugh. <laughs> All right. You want to do a couple other questions here? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. All right. Hey, I'm two months into a relationship. I ate my girlfriend out. This is, you know, people keep sending these questions, please. These are the best. And people want to know. So, yeah, keep them coming. Two months into a relationship, I ate my girlfriend out on the first date. She has not let me do it since then. All right, pause. I mean, first date went downtown to Chinatown. Like, I, I kind of feel like don't do that anymore. Like, I don't know how old this person is, but once you get to a certain age, you don't want to fuck on the first date. No. Like if this is someone you want to have like a real relationship with, you got to slow burn that thing. <laughs> I would like to know how many people fucked on the first date and then ended up getting married. Yeah. That were over 25. Well, maybe this is like a grandpa, man. You were talking Ooh. about your, your, what is it? Peepaw? My, my peepaw. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the move. <laughs> yeah. When you're in the, uh, in the retirement home. I'm going to go out on a limb that, like, 80-year-old guys are not munching on 80-year-old vaginas. You don't think so? And what does an 80-year-old vagina look like? like oh, man. A droopy sack. Like, no. <laughs> and, I don't even, and it's got to be dry as a bone. <laughs> Just dry. So I don't think anyone's having oral when they're 80. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I, all I'm saying is to this guy, and not that you fucked up, because plenty of people do get married after they you know, give oral to their girl <laughs> and she didn't reciprocate. Like what's going on here? I yeah. want to know more about this story. <laughs> you went down on her, but maybe she didn't do anything to you. I don't know. Or maybe that was like her concession. Like, I'm not going to fuck you, but you but can you- eat my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably like, great. I'll take it, man. Yeah. We're not getting married. So give me that thing. Uh, so anyways, he goes on to say, she blows me all caps all the time. All right. I want to return the favor, but she said she doesn't like receiving oral sex. A few days ago while drinking, she let it slip that I'm not good at it, and that's why she doesn't let me. Any tips? I know no two girls are the same. Any advice would save my relationship. So this is this is good, though, because I think if you are with a girl and she doesn't want that or like it, odds are maybe it is you. Yeah. But she's too nice to tell you that you're not good at it. <laughs> that would be like a guy saying, like, no... 
<laughs> I don't want you to suck my dick. Like if a girl, if a guy has ever told you to that, ladies, you suck. At it. No pun intended. You need to work on that because every guy wants their dick sucked. Yeah, it's the best. But does every girl want their vagina licked though? I don't think so. Yeah. Like I think to some women, it's it's kind of like their space, and that doesn't mean that you are bad inherently, mm-hmm. but it might. And so in this guy's case, I'd say, man, you got to talk to your girl. Like he's right, everyone's different. Maybe she likes it super soft. Yeah. Maybe she has like the most sensitive clit on earth. And you're in there jam hammering it with like a beard. You know, you got stubble on your face, man. And her vagina's soft. (laughs) Like you got to start slow, like work into it and listen to her. Like, is this cool? Like, it's almost like I feel like you need to just have a time where you do it where it's not going to be very fun and it's not going to be very sexy. Yeah. But it's going to be educational. (laughs) And you got to be like, girl, listen, listen. I really want this to be good for you. I'm looking at you while I'm telling you the story. <laughs> that's why Girl, I looked away. That's why I can tell you. You immediately looked away when like, I started nope. talking to you about how I'm going to eat your vagina, Eddie. <laughs> but you got to be like, "Girl, look, I want this to be be honest with me. Be honest. Yeah. We, got, we can't have a relationship, but there's no honesty, babe. And we said when we first got together, no games. So don't play games with me. But if you don't like it, I respect that. Well, you've had this talk before, man. <laughs> but if I'm no good at it. Give me some pointers. Yeah. And let me know what you like. So, yeah, have a conversation with your girl, and she'll tell you what she really thinks. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with Dan. Don't just jump in there and dive in, you know, right. face first. You got to right. warm it up a little bit, man. Right. I start at the butthole <laughs> and then move forward. Butthole, vagina hole, clitoris. Okay. Last. <laughs> and then you just jam- If you want some real tips, this is how the pros do it. You flip her around. And just start tonguing her butthole as hard as you can. <laughs> and then flip her around. <laughs> and then you end on the clitoris. I like to roll my R's. Like I'm, <laughs> oh. Like I'm taking an oral Spanish test. I think that's what this guy wanted. Like, okay. He there wanted you, you saying that or like the, the thing from American Pie where you do the alphabet. Yeah. You know, I don't think that really works either. No. I would just say don't, don't go straight for the clit. Um, right. and, and vary it up a little bit, speeds yeah. and, and, and all of that stuff. Yes. Start on the outside and work your way in slowly <laughs> and then get into it. If you want some uh, some real pointers, I'm mm-hmm. putting out a video soon. Ooh. Uh, you can check it out at eddiezanel.com. Eddiezanel, please. <laughs> Part of our store, we're going to have a book, a self-published book from Eddie. <laughs> yes. The sexual positions you like, <laughs> you know... That's it. <laughs> That's basically it. Just yeah. new drawings. We're going to have English Paul do drawings of all the positions for your book. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay. Uh, let's do let's do one more. Yeah, we're getting to the end here. All right. What's this one? I'm finding it very hard to talk in front of people at work or school. I stammer and feel nervous and say like or um a ton. Do you guys edit out you saying those on the show? Any tips to stop myself from saying them? So very common what mm-hmm. this person's going through. To answer his first question, no. Thankfully, we don't edit out shit. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be no show. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of shows that do that. I see them on Reddit and Facebook from time to time. Mm-hmm. People go through and they edit out every little noise or they condense the show. So right now I'm going to do something. Here I go. Okay, see how I stopped there for a second? Yeah. Some motherfucker would go through and edit that out. <laughs> so there's nothing. No breathing, no dead air. Wow. And those shows must be a nightmare to listen to. Yeah. Because I see these engineers and they talk about their process and that's their process. And then there's other people like us who, who they claim they, they keep their show raw. 
by not <laughs> editing it. But that's just an excuse for being lazy. Because then I, I check out their show, and the whole thing is, um, mm, ah, ah, ah. Like, you should be editing those things out. Yeah. But if you listen to our older shows, especially the ones by myself, I say like and um all the time. Yeah. I mean, it probably took me 100 friggin' episodes to change the way I talk to where instead of using those little adjoining words, I just pause. Yeah. I just don't say anything. And maybe it comes across as great. It's helped me be a better speaker when I have to give a presentation or something. But the number one thing is I listen to my voice every goddamn week for an hour, <laughs> which I know is really hard for a lot of people to do. You don't even want to hear your own voice on an answering machine yeah. for 10 seconds. So I would dare you and urge you to record your own voice, listen to it, and you'd be surprised what you actually do say. And when you're aware of it, you'll work on it. And over time, you'll get better at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the only thing you can really do is just kind of pay attention to how you speak. I have a ton of like crutches that I use on the show and I, that's why I hate listening to episodes. Um, me too. I just said, um, right there, but it's okay. But (laughs) but what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. I read this article once that said it is also still part of conversation Mm -hmm. because so many people do it that for people who don't do it, sometimes it sounds weird. Like your sentences isn't lubed almost yeah like there's a there's a cadence to a sentence that some people makes you feel more easy talking to them mm-hmm. like politicians don't normally talk like that so they come across as more slimy yeah which is part of why i think people like trump so much is because he just talks yeah like you and me and people resonate with but that. he still sounds slimy when he talks he sure does i did read an article though i think it was like an ink or something like that mm-hmm. where they were talking about how um using um correctly in in certain spots that where you speak can make you sound like a better speaker. And they sure. used President Obama as the example. Oh, I bet. Because he's yeah. a great public speaker, the but best. he still throws those in and it just makes him more relatable. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this person, it's about confidence too. I mean, no one's got more swagger than Obama. Yeah. So, if this person is having a hard time speaking in front of people, ugh, man, the only way you're going to get better is by doing it. Yeah. There's nothing, there's not a book you can read, there's not a podcast you can listen to. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. I mean, even while I was doing the podcast and feeling good about myself, in real life, I would do meetings. I've talked about this and totally get anxious and get anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I still do. But it took me doing 80 presentations to finally be good enough and comfortable enough to where that anxiety goes away. So I don't know if this person would work in an office or if you work at Subway, then (laughs) just really, if you're a sandwich artist at Subway, you make eye contact with your customers. Yeah. You want pickles on that? And you really get into that. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, just get better at you talking to people. Yeah, I mean, I hate talking in front of people. Like, I don't like public speaking. But I found that what helps me is the anxiety that you feel is similar to the anxiety that you feel when you're excited. Yeah. So if you kind of try to channel that excitement, then it turns like it into a positive experience. And don't beat yourself up because then you're just going to get more nervous. Right. So... Be nervous about being nervous. Oh my, can people tell I'm nervous? Exactly. No, they can't. Yeah. Because they're not psychiatrists. <laughs> and it's a it's a shared experience where everyone gets nervous talking out loud. Yeah. So no one expects you as a, an office worker or a Subway sandwich artist to be Obama. Yeah. So just be cool, man. Yeah. Nobody wants to see you fail either. Right. You know, if you're speaking in front of an audience, no one's rooting for you to fuck up. Right. If you're doing stand up comedy, that's a different story. Different story, yeah. yeah. You better That's fucking be funny. Story. Yeah, you got to be good. You got to be good. So what did we learn today? Relax. Start with the butthole. 
you know, this is an advice show more <laughs> than is, anything, man. my man. All right. Well, let's wrap things up. Oh, I forgot about our real treat, dog. Oh, shit. All right. It's the end of the show. Let's do our real treat. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'll just beat your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie. Tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie, my man, what's your real treat this week? Uh, my real treat is uh, this past weekend, my family and I went on a short uh, weekend getaway Ooh. to Lake Tahoe, met up with my sister and her family up there. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. We stayed at this place that was, it was a hotel that was like right on one of the beaches and they had beach access. Mm. And right by the beach, uh, there was a uh, bar. Nice. So like two bartenders and they had a DJ, which was weird because like nobody mm-hmm. was dancing. Yeah, <laughs> but he had like a full setup, and they had like lights and shit. But wow, everyone's just hanging out on the beach. That's cool. Yeah. So, but it, it was super fun time. Uh, drank a ton of ton of alcohol. Nice. Had a great time. Went swimming and all that stuff. So that's great. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that, even if it's a day. Yeah, that's all we went for. It was one night. Mm-hmm. Came back. Recharge your batteries. I know we've we belabored that point, but yeah, do something different. Especially yeah. with your family. Don't be a shitty dad and don't do anything fun <laughs> with your kids. Believe me, I'm guilty of that. I'm the worst dad. <laughs> I beat my kids. Yeah. I mean, I beat the shit out of them. Were you, when we, uh, when we got back, we stopped, we stopped at like an AM PM to mm-hmm. get, get more beer, obviously, because right. <laughs> the weekend wasn't over and Kristen went inside and she came out and she said, did you see that guy come out with three kids and they all had ICs? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm pretty sure that he went there to get beer because he was just cursing at him the whole time. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of the way. What the fuck are you oh thinking, you fucking idiot? Like yelling at his kids like that. Oh. And then he's like, are you going to fucking say thank you that I bought you these fucking ices? That much usage of the Yeah, she was like, he was just cursing and like, I felt so bad for them. I was like, yeah, he probably did. He's like, I need some fucking beer. Right. These kids need to shut the fuck up. Here's an icy. Oh, man. what a Why take your kids into a situation like that if you're just going to be abusive to yeah, them? Yeah, exactly. I've often thought how I would deal with a situation like that. Where would I say to the dad, hey, man, come on, man. Yeah. Like, chill. These are your kids. They love you. And what, is he going to be- beat my ass in front of his kids? <laughs> that guy probably would have. With, like, a neck tattoo. <laughs> and here I am, you know, with, like, blue polo shorts on and, like, you know, like an ascot. You know, like the nicest, easiest looking guy. A smoking pipe. A smoking pipe and a, a monocle <laughs> in my eye. I'm like a walking Snapchat lens, <laughs> basically. He'd want to beat my ass because I think he would be embarrassed. Like I, I don't think so, man. I do, man. A guy like that, if you're going to be abusive to children in your life, those people are small, small humans. Yeah. And I think if you put a microscope on them, they're going to lash out at you. He's not going to be like, you know what, man? You're right. I'm turning this shit around. But do you think he'd be embarrassed? That he beat your ass? No, I think he'd be embarrassed that I called him out on it, and then he'd want to kick then he, my ass. Okay, yeah, I in see front that. of his kids, definitely, and not care at all. And I'd be like, "Fine, man, you're ruining your kid's life. Go ahead, world and, star, world star." <laughs> like, listen, let me record this. Yeah. Get one of your kids to beat you to record you beating my ass, my man. All right, well, great real treat. Thank you, great real treat. My real treat is kind of a weird one, and I got in trouble for this once about a year ago. I talked about this website where if you do surveys, you get free Amazon gift cards. Yeah. Except it was like a total invite-only secret thing, and I talked about it, and then no one else could do it. (laughs) Stupid. Rude. Yeah. So I got another one just like that. (laughs) It's similar, but not the same. So you've been on Amazon. Everyone has. Mm -hmm. And the review game in Amazon is no joke. Yeah. Like Just like Yelp. 
but Yelp will hold you hostage as a, as a business owner and make you pay money and extort you in order to get you to put reviews on your site mm-hmm. and run ads. Amazon's not that cutthroat, but it's still important as an Amazon product. I mean, could you imagine buying something on Amazon that had no reviews? No. Or bad reviews? No. That's a death sentence. Yeah, and there's an exact replica of that product that has 100 reviews. So right. Go with that one. And even if it's more money yeah. or something. So exactly. So reviews is really important, but who's going to be the first person to take a chance on a product? Maybe maybe you wouldn't. Yeah. It's almost like a podcast. If it has zero ratings, you think, oh, that's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. So what these companies have done, though, is they've said, look, we will send you these products for free mm-hmm. for an unbiased, real review. And my wife somehow got hooked up in this. So now, dog... <laughs> We're at the bottom, though. It's like a pyramid. So when you first start off working for these companies, and I really don't know the name of it, but Google Amazon review free products or something like yeah. that. If someone at home really wants to look into this, you get into the system and, you know, like we got a jump rope and, you know, I don't know, like a workout band, like a lot of, but you kind of have to start small mm-hmm. and you cut your teeth doing reviews on these small things until they say, hey, here's a Ferrari. Or I don't know, here's, okay. here's a camera, you know, because they want you, companies pay this company to run this mm-hmm. and they, they just want you to have good reviews. So when you see this, I don't know. Oh, so you know what I got that's been great? Most of it's been shit and stupid stuff, but I got a pour over coffee filter. Oh, okay. Which is dope. I've never had one of those. Huh. You know, I know you don't drink a lot of coffee, but a lot of times in the afternoon, I think to myself, man, I just want one cup of coffee. Yeah. We're doing the podcast tonight. I want to be. I don't want to be tired. Mm-hmm. It's three p.m. I don't want to brew a whole pot of coffee. So this is my real treat. It's a double forked tongue of a serpent. <laughs> the first side is the Amazon review thing. A viper. A viper, <laughs> my man. The second tongue is a pour-over coffee filter. Okay. And the one that I got from Amazon, I think, was like fifteen bucks or twenty bucks. I love it. Nice. Get this afternoon cup of super fresh coffee. One cup. And it's great. Do you uh, have the the name of the product, or you, they, do they I have don't. to pay the show? Yeah, no, to yeah. get that on, <laughs> you need to pay the show. No, I don't know. Just go to Amazon, pour over coffee filter, and you'll do it. <laughs> Find it yourself. You yeah, look shit. look out for uh, for the review from Nicole. Right, that'll yeah. be the one. that'll be the one. I wrote it. <laughs> there you go. This is the thing. It's like my wife got a dog. <laughs> I want a dog. I want a dog. Well, guess who's picking up the dog shit? <laughs> Me. Because nice. my wife, I love her to death, but it would take her an hour to write a review of this thing. Mm-hmm. I sat down and it took me two minutes. <laughs> like, you're the same way. I mean, you write for a living. Yeah. You get it. All I do is write for a living, too, like business things. So it's easy for me to sit down and write a nice email. Yeah. Or a review. So anyhow, but I'm like, babe, you got into this shit. <laughs> and now I'm the one writing the review. Figures. <laughs> but I'm just giving her a hard time. I'm happy. I got my pour over, dog. Yeah. I got my poor old. So man. this isn't one of the ones where like you have to pay to join. No, it's free. Because those are all scams, right? Like if you right. get if you've got to pay to join some Total review scam. thing, don't do it. Yeah, it's free. And then in the review, you even say, "I was given this product for free." Yeah. To give an unbiased review. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to pay people to give reviews. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie. So don't do that. All right, that's the end of our podcast. So at the end of every podcast, we do a siftery, siftery, leggings, <laughs> where our good friend Amanda Hugginkiss, DJ Amanda Hugginkiss, <laughs> makes us an episode, makes us a sound clip 
where he pulls a piece of music and puts it to an old joke. This old joke is from episode 76, and the song is by Ville Portoire. I don't know. <laughs> Look on the show notes. But And the artist's name is Talard. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> he finds these songs because they're all free to use. They're all Creative Commons gotcha. licensed. But this is a funny clip. I think it's... it's uh, me talking about being in the Mile High Club oh, okay. with my wife. So, yeah, check that out. So, all right. Otherwise, that is it. This has been episode 204 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. I never got any love on an airplane. I haven't either. I mean, certainly not in the bathroom. I think nowadays it's even harder. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you can't, they're not going to, they're going to keep an eye on you. If you can't mill about. To, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never even thought to, and those bathrooms are nasty. Yeah, and tiny. Right. So. I, I, I've only really flown with my wife. I never took like a fun trip down to Cabo with some <laughs> slutty girl who just had to fucking take me in the bathroom. <laughs> so maybe that's my problem. Yeah. And I don't think I could get a hand job. No. Well, you know me. I can't go dry anyways. <laughs> yeah. And I'm certainly not going to... My wife's going to suck my dick on an airplane. <laughs> Give me a break. I can't get her to suck my dick at the house, let alone on an airplane. <laughs> Why would she break that rule for the airplane all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, so that's not going to work for me. Maybe that's what he thought was weird about me because I had my dick out. (laughs) 